0: So we're at the fair.
1: We're at the fair. People die at the fair. Actually, a lot of people die at this fair.
0: We're at the fair in the Old West. Yes, we are. Because we're still talking about this movie.
1: We have to be. We do two episodes per movie.
0: I probably could have finished this in one if I wanted to. We
1: absolutely could have done this in one. But you found a soapbox about Seth MacFarlane and all of his many writing tedious tropes. And boy, howdy. Did you go to town on him? Deserve it. I'm not going to say he doesn't deserve it. His writing is bad, and people should feel bad about it.
0: Listen, there's very few things, unlike James, in this world that I will get on here and rant till I'm blue in the face about. One of those things is Seth MacFarlane.
1: I'll go to town on just about anything.
0: James will rant about pretty much anything, good or bad.
1: Oh, do you like this movie? Fuck you, and this movie.
0: (laughs) Please see the rest of this podcast. It's history for those. (laughs) It's Um, true. Except Sahara, you can skip that one. That one one doesn't count.
1: Sahara's great. Great movie.
0: Anyways. (sighs) I'm America. Hi. That's James. Yes. We're City Wave Cinema. We watched A Million Ways to Die in the West, and one of those ways is watching this movie. We're actually not here right now. We're ghosts.
1: Aw oh, man. Um We're at the fair. I'm gonna haunt your kitchen cabinets.
0: And Foy. That's his name. Foy, the mustachioed Neil Patrick Harris. Mm. Um has bet Albert. Albert. There you go. I I was gonna say Adler, but I knew it wasn't right. Um Albert was to a shooting contest at the very racist shooting range.
1: The shooting at game, the fair called Runaway Slaves. Um. Oh, baby.
0: This is gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna start this episode off on a positive note. Um, oh. the whole dollar gag was quite oh, funny. Oh,
1: the dollar bill.
0: Yes. <laughs> I've never seen a dollar bill before. Like that. Take whole- your head off, boy. That is a dollar bill. Yeah, like
1: that <laughs> whole <laughs> bit and gag <laughs>
0: was relatively amusing. Sometimes it.
1: Seth MacFarlane really does like just roll the dice on every joke he makes, but his writing skill is so low that it's just a gamble on whether or not he's going to hit on any of his gags. And that one was a hit.
0: He also has a tendency to not follow the rules of comedy.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Which abandon is, all infrastructure to comedy,
0: which is bothersome to me. Of which is probably why I don't like it. Um, so they do a shooting, they do a little shooting thing, and Albert fails miserably. He loses terribly because he's bad. That's just he's bad at everything. The movie. <sighs> Um, it Foy- makes
1: him unrelatable.
0: Foy does okay.
1: Foy does perfect.
0: He does perfect. Six but for the, six. The reason I say he does okay is because then Anna gets up there and doesn't have to abide by the same rules somehow. She gets to use two guns.
1: Well, she double or nothing?
0: Uh... She was like, I'll
1: shoot two on on Albert's behalf. If I lose... You win your bet. If I win, you lose a dollar. And Foy was like, a woman? Huh?" And agreed. Because. Sexism. But it's the 1880s, which is true. Sexism That's... was rampant in the 1880s.
0: Also, sexism. Do I have that one? Nope. Take a drink, James.
1: Oh, fuck. Where's my. There mm-hmm. it is.
0: Um. Yes, Anna does. Fantastic! It's a great 12 time. Twelve for twelve. And then she bets on behalf of Albert that in a week. Well, actually, no. I like no, Albert, Albert challenges. Him Albert to a challenges him to, a him to a gunfight, like an idiot.
1: It's because he finally got balls.
0: And then they went back inside him so fast. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And he says tomorrow and Anna's like, oh, and tomorrow's not great for me. What about a week? Because she's not an idiot. <laughs> and true. True. says that she's going to teach Albert in a week. We go through a whole training montage where Anna doesn't teach him a single fucking thing.
1: Well, There's- no, she teaches him one thing, how to hold the gun. That's, But she doesn't teach him how to grip it correctly. She just teaches him how to hold the gun, and then is sort of like, All right, good luck, cowboy.
0: Yeah, and then they just shoot at a bunch of shit for, like, five <laughs> minutes.
1: Oh, and my... F- I, I'm sorry. Go on, go on, go on.
0: The only issue... She, te- she doesn't actually teach him any skills. No. It's kind of just like, the more we do it, the better you'll get sort of thing, which is not how that works.
1: It's the shotgun method of practice.
0: Um, And all we're doing is wasting a lot of ammo. And I just got done watching The Last of Us, and do
1: not waste your ammo.
0: All I gotta say is, don't do that. And that's about it. Now you can continue. What
1: the one of my favorite gags in the movie is in the training montage when Albert's shooting at the bottles that are on the fence post, mm-hmm. and he misses with three bullets. Uh, walks up, misses with two more gets even closer.
0: Like to the point that he's almost he's put the gun
1: it. in the bottle, fires, and it doesn't break it, and then he just pushes all the bottles down. That to me was really, really funny. Because it's that to me pointed out to the the movie is wearing itself on its face. The movie knows it's stupid. The movie accepts it's stupid. The movie says, the joke is this is all very dumb. That's the funny part, is that we know it's dumb and we did it anyway.
0: Ha 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 ha. Which
1: is not funny if you're America. If you're some other people, it is funny. The movie does not have a good rating on IMDb, and it didn't make a ton of money. But some people think it's really funny. I think some parts of it are really funny.
0: We had a whole, we continued this discussion in our kitchen. That's true. We just got up from the desk and continued discussing why I don't think this movie is funny. And what I do find funny. And
1: She's a comedy elitist, but that's okay.
0: I'm not, though, because we talked about how I don't ride up here at the top half of the comedy ladder, which, by the way, if you ever go study comedy, they do describe it as a...
1: What's the top of the comedy ladder, just for the viewers? The
0: British comedy is generally... Your highbrow comedy is up here. Um, that's going to be your satire comedy, your Django Unchained, which is technically comedy. I'll fight you later it's, about it's it. It's
1: a subgenre, but yes.
0: Um, Your... Super highbrow comedy that not a lot of people find funny because in order to think it's funny, you have to actually, like, think about it.
1: So what, what, what would you classify as something on the top of this ladder? So I get a scale, because I don't think British humor belongs at the top of any fucking scale of comedy. Even I, 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 like
0: I said satirical comedy, so you're Django Unchained. Comedy that makes you think is going to be up here.
1: South Park is the exception to the rule.
0: South Park.
1: South Park is satire, but you don't have to think about it because they explain the joke to Sa- you.
0: South Park likes to jump around the ladder. Oh, <laughs> oh, That's true. They come down here and do your shit jokes Kanye and your fart with jokes, the gay fish and, everything. and then they do things like the cancel South Park episode, or they do things where I'm sitting there going,
1: "I don't know what they're going for here."
0: We're doing something. This is about something. What is this about? Like, and you, it's still those are your episodes that make you think. Um. So, comedy that makes you think is up here. Uh, Your comedy down here, your low-tier comedy, is going to be, like, your Seth MacFarlane, your Simpsons, your South Park. Like I said, jumps. Um, Your comedy that's just... Your Shrek comedy, although Shrek also tends to jump around the ladder. um, That's going to be generally down here. Like, your poop jokes, your fart jokes, your things that are just funny. Um, And then... We have
1: the bottom of the barrel.
0: The middle tier. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. We already did the bottom.
0: That's the bottom of the ladder. And then you have your middle tier of comedy, um, which is going to be like your sitcom comedy, your friends, your modern families, your things that are just genuinely like they're funny. They require a little bit more brain power and... They're still relatively, like, mind candy, though. Like, it doesn't require... It doesn't require you to know what the joke is about for you to laugh at the joke. Your highbrow comedy requires you to have all this background knowledge to make the joke funny. Because the joke is not inherently funny on its own. You have to bring that into it. That's why a lot of people don't like British comedy, because you need to have a lot of background knowledge to find British comedy funny. Um... So there you go, there you go. Those are your tiers of comedy. It's uh, it's more tiers than that, but like if you're understanding the comedic ladder, that's basically what it looks like, and it is always taught as a ladder. Uh, so that tangent aside, we were talking about million ways to die in the West. Um, they get done with their little training montage, and they go get high on a rock. Yep. The- Pot cookie, which I don't want to talk about the realistic this of that in a the old west because this movie isn't going for that, so not gonna bother. Um, but I will say that Seth uh, Albert Albert High is
1: exactly like me. If James I high. high, the I, Gophers know, man. They know we, what's up.
0: We went to Colorado for Christmas one year. James had his first experience being high, and it is the most paranoid drug trip experience that I've ever witnessed.
1: Horrifying. Would never do it again.
0: And, like, Albert was talking, and it was like I was hearing James talk again. Like,
1: it was just... It was rough, dude. It was a rough go.
0: James traversed time.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, a little bit. It felt like it, that's for sure.
0: Everything he experienced was paranoia and awful.
1: It had a really bad go. A really bad go.
0: So, he now knows this, just like Albert knows this, and Albert does try to turn down drugs anytime they're offered because he knows this about himself, that he does not have a good time. And that's fine. Know your limits. Um...
1: What happens after the fucking...
0: We go to the square dance, or the, like...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The dancing time.
1: The It's the... I think it is the square dance, time
0: they, they have, like, an annual square dance, and I think that's what this is, because when he's going through the pictures earlier in the movie, he goes... It's also at the, at the square dance. Yeah, the annual square dance. Um, and I will say, like, looking at the square dance, there is this deep-seated Coloradoan in me who like grew up going to the Flying W Ranch, who went to rattlesnake hunts, who did all this stuff that really kind of does love the romanticized Western culture. Like I love the dresses and the boots and the everything. Now, in a realistic level, I know that I would have died so fast in the West. Also, I would hate every minute of it because I don't I, I hate being dirty and I hate showering, but I do love, like, there's just a little bit of part of me that's, like, kind of enjoys dipping into that culture every once in a while. So during that, like, opening, ver- like, scene of the dance where they're all dancing and they have their dresses and it's just this barn, it does, like, roomiate inside me a little bit. And there's a little part of me that goes, oh, that'd be so much fun.
1: And then you get there and you go, fuck, this is terrible. And then
0: I go there and I'm actually inside a barn and it's dirty and it's hot. And there's a bunch of fucking people and no running water. And I don't want to do that anymore. It's why we did not get married in a barn, because that was like the very in thing oh, to that do. Oh,
1: such a Colorado thing to do is to get married in a fucking barn.
0: <laughs> With like this rustic style and your mason jars. Fuck and that,
1: I'm a city boy.
0: We actually took our pictures in the middle of a street. So, um...
1: I belong in the city.
0: I am a very city girl. New York City, Seattle. Those are two of my favorite places on this world. Not a country girl. And I accept you that. You live
1: in Texas. I'm sorry. That's all me. I live
0: in Austin. That's that about It as, doesn't
1: count. That's true.
0: It's about as
1: close are, as
0: I'm going to get. There
1: are cowboy hats here, but they are accompanied by the tightest jeans.
0: Um... So, yeah.
1: I go to the square dance and... They they do a fucking they one of the, the one of the worst jokes in the whole fucking movie is the bit about Anna's dress and having the fucking metal bustle and shit and how it's supposed to simulate a big ass. Which and is the first get, I'd ever heard about that. I was like, I don't know if that's a real thing, but I don't like the way it was executed.
0: And then we get our first like really truly racist joke. Oh yeah,
1: proper good racism joke. And um, it's not which like is Seth
0: MacFarlane, take a drink, check mark.
1: Um, I already drank for racism.
0: Did I have two racism?
1: Yeah, we did racism right off the jump. No, I didn't. Really?
0: Nope.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Wait. No, back of there. Right. Oh no, that's the wrong R word. Fuck.
0: Yeah, we haven't done racism yet because as God even though it. there have been a lot of jokes there about a Native lot of Americans race
1: jokes and the Chinese, not yet. No, they made two jokes about the Chinese.
0: Oh, there was that first that one, one right we'll in the beginning
1: it. of the movie. <laughs> it only played because they got a couple of Asian actors to be there in very satirical get-up, flip off the camera.
0: <laughs> um,
1: It's the only reason the joke plays. And
0: I didn't count any of the Native American ones because this is a Western and like that was the sign of And they got a times. bunch of Natives
1: to play the Natives, so...
0: Um, but I will count this one cause it was really blatantly oh, was racist. racist and then we jumped from that to talking about scalping. So Ooh. we went from towing the line to just kind of jumping over it.
1: I fucking hate Brandy.
0: And we also did the, uh, Ugh. we made the comment about Chinese eyes too. All in this scene. That a- so this is your, was it's this in- scene. Was that in this scene? Yep. Cause this is when she drugs him. Because this is the night before the... Oh,
1: yes, that's right.
0: The shootout. Because we did our whole training montage.
1: Not even Neil Patrick Harris could save that joke.
0: And so this is going to be your take a drink for racism in Seth MacFarlane because it was just everywhere in the scene. All and it, over
1: the place. It wasn't good. It's not great. Um, they do the, they have the comic on stage. It's played by Bill Mayer. And he does some... The funny part... I think there's a funny part about the stand-up comic idea at the Square Dance in that all his jokes are painted on white plywood that is then dropped by a guy in the front row. As he gets through the joke, he drops it. There's the next joke, and he drops it. Like being fed lines through a teleprompter. I think that was kind of funny, but the jokes weren't great. And then uh, he tells everybody to line up for the sweetheart dance, and their goal is once again to make Louise feel jealous. Which they do not succeed at doing because the sweetheart dance is the mustache dance.
0: Which Neil Patrick Harris's character <laughs> Foy requested. He also requested it. Like he went up to the guy and was like, bah, 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 and uh. requested that song. Um, I have a couple things to talk about mm-hmm. during this song. Um, one of them is just in like a real world. Like let's dip and pretend that we're actually in this world right now. Who the fuck wrote that song? Like who sat there? <laughs> Was it Foy? Did Foy write that song?
1: It sounds like Foy wrote that song.
0: But like who actually like wrote that song? And it's a popular enough song that people know in it. this world that people know it. And it's all a song about if you have a mustache, it your life you, is better.
1: Yeah, it makes you more high status. I mean that's that's just stereotypical toxic masculinity. If you can't grow a mustache, you're a fucking weenie. Like, that's that's been pumped into my brain my whole entire life.
0: I don't get it because I dislike mustaches so much.
1: It's something, something, status, something, something.
0: And mustaches have constantly been ingrained in me as bad guy, pervert, pedophile.
1: Hitler. He had one. It wasn't a very good one, but yeah. So one. like
0: for me, mustaches have always been ingrained in this negative light. And also again, I just I the kissing, I don't understand why or how that's enjoyable. Um for me it's not if that's your thing, again, more power to you, continue on with your life. You like what it's you foy's like. It's voice
1: thing. It's voice thing. It's voice thing. And it's Amanda Seafried's thing in this it's movie. It's too
0: much her thing. And we're gonna, so her thing. we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I, it made me start itching again. <laughs> this might be the only other thing in my life other than bugs that makes me itch thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: she was not happy.
0: Okay. Uh, the other note I have about this whole scene with the mustache and the square dance is Amanda and Neil in this together are so good.
1: Oh, they, they, they play off each other really well.
0: I've seen them in other things together, and they are genuinely like they like are good friends in real life and they come from like a similar background performance-wise and they're really just good together in general but they they do carry a lot of this movie um we have some more racism classic uh Albert and Anna after Albert loses this dance off <laughs> um decide to bounce <laughs> Anna drugs uh, I, th- I think the joke,
1: the joke when she steals the bottle of whiskey is maybe, like, the best one in the movie.
0: What are you t- referring to?
1: She just walks up to the bartender and goes, your dick is out. And he goes, oh! And she just grabs the bottle and walks away. It's oh. one of the funniest quick gags in the whole movie.
0: Um, we have some weird making out between uh foy and louise and then we go to the sheep farm and they have this really sweet moment between anna and albert where they kind of talk about real stuff and she tries to build up his confidence and he's feeling more confident than he was at the beginning of the week of training and they're having this really sweet moment they're clearly falling in love with each other he kisses her And the only thing I could think about in this entire scene is why is Seth MacFarlane's head so small?
1: It's just a little head.
0: He has a tiny head. It's just a little head. And I... It's not a bad thing. It doesn't look bad on him, but it it, it just, like, proportionally looks small. Um, that's what I think about during this movie, because I have to give my brain something to do, or it will just die. Uh... This is the only other point that I laugh, almost laugh. I I did like an inhale, I guess, Um, which is probably the point James is talking about. But uh, Albert takes Anna home. They kiss again. Uh, The dude who shot the pastor's son who's been in jail is broken out, sees Anna, kiss him, gets all about it and goes and finds Clint. Clint clinch
1: clinch clinch clinch, clinch
0: somehow some somehow he goes and finds him um
1: i don't know i'm not in charge
0: and albert on his way back s- sees doc brown and the delorean being worked on in a barn because if you this it was it was the smartest joke in the entire movie because if you uh, know anything about Back to the Future, they do go back in time to the Old West, and probably the worst Back to the Future of the trilogy, I'd say the third one is probably the worst.
1: The the funniest thing here, although even though Doc Brown makes an appearance and it's really great, is the DeLorean that they have under the tarp is actually Seth MacFarlane's DeLorean.
0: I also love that it, it it's just Doc Brown at the age he was when the
1: movie was made. Not de-aged at all. It's like it's Doc Brown at a billion years old. <laughs> what is his name, Christopher? I, uh,
0: Christopher Walker? No, 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 not no, Christ-
1: no, not Christopher Walken. Oh, what's what's his fucking last name? I'm gonna find it. Carry on. Okay. Christopher so, Lloyd!
0: Chris, I was like, I I had an L, but it's I... It's double
1: L's, Christopher Lloyd.
0: But I had an L, like, I was like, Christopher Lee, but I knew that wasn't right. right.
1: Christopher Lloyd's been alive since 1938. Jesus.
0: I'm so sorry, dude. You're almost 100.
1: 90? No. 80-something. He's 80-something now.
0: Fuck, man. Good for you. Um, beat Betty White's record. Go for it, my man. Uh... It was a great joke. It was a great gag. It was a great call out to another franchise. 10 out of 10. And then we get to the worst scene that I have ever witnessed. Ever. I don't... I cannot think at this moment in time of a scene in a movie that I hated more than what I witnessed right now. This is the scene... In Foy's bedroom. Ah
1: uh, yes, Luis. Ah uh, yes, they, where she
0: is trying to convince him that Albert's a good guy and to like not go through with it because even though like she like even though he kind of sucks like he's not like a bad guy no. and he's going to die and she knows that. And then they decide to have their sexy times.
1: And the way to get. Good old Foy hard.
0: James is gonna have to talk about it, and then I'll talk about my reaction. Cause it 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 literally churns so many things in me that I can't even say what happens.
1: So there it's it's a two- it's a two-part thing, okay? Firstly, Foy has to sit there and he's stroking himself, okay? And while he's doing that, he is saying positive affirmations about himself people like me i have a business i'm a mustachioed man things that make him feel good about himself right at the same time (laughs) and there is there is no way to get around it at the same time amanda seyfried is next to him laying on her side in the bed and she just she doesn't look like she's into it at first. And she just does it for him, basically. Which, classic bedroom dynamic, am I right? Is she takes one half of his mustache in her mouth and just, like, tugs on it all the way out. And then goes back to the base of it and tugs on it all the way out. And you they give you a nice close-up where you see... Neil Patrick Harris's face like get pulled as she grips it in her lips and pulls the mustache and it's you watch it and you just go oh the horror my eyes why and the whole time he's just so he's getting excited he's getting into it and then his stomach gurgles audibly loudly because he was drugged and he like freaks out he jumps out to bed and she's like what's wrong and he's like Don't talk to me. (laughs) He runs into the bathroom. It's, I I wanted this movie to be on the list because of that scene. Because I know about her thing with facial hair. And I knew this was going to bother her tremendously. And I was right. It did. I was so excited. It made me giggle tremendously. It was all for me, folks. The ploy was for me. Not even for the podcast. The ploy was for me to enjoy the process. And I was right. I enjoyed it greatly.
0: I hate (laughs) it so much. (laughs) I'm physically uncomfortable in so many ways that I don't even want to discuss with you how physically uncomfortable it made me. I would rather suck the mucus out of a dog's nostrils till its skull caves in than ever experience or witness something so upsetting as that ever again. Full stop.
1: So that was the reaction we were waiting for. and It's lived up to its potential.
0: I was itchy. I was <laughs> twisty. I... No. No, no. No! (laughs) I will not kink shame if that's what you're into. Please continue to live your life. Just don't ever make me watch it again!
1: Go ahead and suck on them mustaches.
0: (sighs) Okay. That's over. We did it. We talked about it. All done. This movie exhausts me. I don't even know what point I wrote that, but it does. (laughs) <laughs> um we get to the point that it's time for the shoot the, the big showdown. We've been waiting for it. It's been a week. We had our training montage. Uh Albert's there. And then Foy stumbles out, still clearly suffering Very from the Ill. drugging.
1: Very ill.
0: Um And all I have to say is Neil Patrick Harris is a highly award-winning actor. At this point, he is esteemed.
1: Oh, he's very esteemed. He's maybe like a top two talented person in this movie.
0: I am watching someone I idolize. And I do mean idolize. Like, if you haven't heard me talk about him in the first part, Neil Patrick Harris can't do a lot of wrong. And I am watching someone I idolize, someone i Look up to, as a performer, and as a creator, and as an actor in this world, shit in a hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Never meet your heroes, kids. Um, You met
1: Jesse Tyler Ferguson that one time.
0: I don't want to watch him shit in a hat either.
1: I think he'd make that funnier, honestly.
0: I'm trying to think if there's a scene in Modern Family that's like...
1: Does Jesse Tyler Ferguson get a stomachache in the show? Oh.
0: That's like that? I think <laughs> Phil does at one point, but... Still, I...
1: No, the funny, the funniest part about this scene is he has the first bout. He gets sick and it's rough. Then he has the second bout. And he just keeps reaching for the one guy's hat. <laughs> he keeps knocking his hand away.
0: Another point where they, we didn't follow the rules of comedy. That should have ended at three or five, and it did not.
1: Well, no, he's shitting two hats, and he knocked his hand away six times. And then finally, he grabs the hat, and he hits the guy in the face with it. It's just... It's so outrageously stupid, it's funny. No. Yeah.
0: It's not. Yeah. It's just yeah, not. Yeah, it is.
1: It is, though. It is, though. That's the thing of it, is that it is, though. <laughs> Comedy is subjective.
0: Ryan Reynolds is in this movie briefly.
1: He doesn't even have a line. He just goes. <laughs> he <gets> um,
0: shot.
1: <laughs> That's later.
0: It is later. Albert technically wins this showdown.
1: It, very on a technicality. Very on a technicality.
0: Because he decides he's too good for the showdown and just walks away. Which is different than the other time he tried to be too good for the showdown. Because the first time he didn't do it with confidence. Precisely. Then Clinch shows up. Surprise. And he wants to know who's been macking on his wife.
1: He would very much like to know.
0: And he storms into the saloon and like, who's been macking on my wife?
1: And no one says anything because this is a town of people who don't know shit.
0: And no one was actually around to see it, so what do they know? That's true. Um... And Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. And he gets shot immediately. He does. Why did this movie get made? Uh, and why did so many talented people...
1: and McGregor is in this movie.
0: ...agree to be in this movie? And, like, for not even, like, significant portions of time. For, like, two, five seconds.
1: For Ewan McGregor, it's because he was in town. He, was, he just happened to be there. How
0: much power does Seth MacFarlane have?
1: Are you kidding? Infinite. He... I know you don't like the show, okay? But he writes one of the most popular cartoons that has been watched in the last decade. It's up there in Legendary Status with The Simpsons. South Park. And South Park. And he writes and performs all of it. Is it your cup of tea? No.
0: I lot I don't mind Family Guy.
1: That's hilarious to me. He makes unlimited amounts of money. By all accounts, he's a stand-up guy to work with. As far as I can tell. I haven't done a lot of digging into him. Maybe he's got skeletons, but as far as I can tell, nobody's really complained about working with him. He's done he's got so many celebrity gags in Family Guy. Probably because he's just an affable person. I've seen him do <laughs> interviews on television before and he seems like just a friendly guy to talk to. I don't I I feel like he could ask anybody. The only reason Liam Neeson is in the movie is because Family Guy made a joke about Liam Neeson being in a western and Peter and Family Guy goes, Can you imagine Liam Neeson in a Western with that funny accent? Ha 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 ha. Like, it's a dumb throwaway joke. And the only reason Liam Neeson agreed to be in the movie is because he saw that on Family Guy and he said, I'll do it if I can keep a broad Irish accent. And Seth MacFarlane was like, oh, that's great. Of course you can do that. That calls back to that other thing I did. Of course. He's, I I don't know. I don't know his relationships with people in Hollywood, but... People like him enough to do shit with him for free.
0: Clinch doesn't find out why or who's been macking on his wife. So he takes her hostage up the hill. Pretty much. To ask her who macked on her. And Anna saves the dog. He threatens to shoot the dog. And I would have stopped the movie. (laughs) <laughs> we wouldn't be here right now because uh, I would it.
1: We can't record the movie. We've got to. We've got to watch something else.
0: Um, but she saves the dog. So good on her. And then she, he is about to rape her. Which again, rape culture. Eh, not going on that soapbox. That's too much for this podcast. Uh, she knocks him out.
1: Hits him right in the face with a rock.
0: And then sticks a daisy in his butt. Yeah. That's about it.
1: Yeah, that's about how it goes.
0: I already talked about the fact that his butt was too clean in the first part, so...
1: Lily white ass.
0: Um. She goes back to Albert, who is packing his bags, as he should. He should probably run.
1: Oh, yeah. Um. He would like to leave immediately.
0: And I will say I'm too... I'm too much of a sap.
1: Oh, yeah, you're a sad sack.
0: I... I love love. Even dumb, stupid love in this dumb, stupid movie. I was just like... <laughs> I... It's a, it's, a, it's a dumb love story, and I still was just like, oh. Like, I just want people to be happy and have love. I don't care who you love. I just want people to be happy and have love. That's all I want. So even in this dumb, stupid, bad movie with stupid story, I just wanted Anna and Albert to be fucking happy together.
1: Um, Cl- they have a fight
0: they have a fight but he ends up saving her because he's a good guy and clinch is coming so he shoves her out the back and he goes and hides in his sheep and the sheep pee on him and he keeps his mouth open for a reason close your mouth
1: yeah, close your mouth <laughs> it's just just don't
0: how can you be so bad at everything that you're hiding in sheep and you don't close your mouth when they start to pee on you? Just, I just... He's
1: really bad. He's just really bad at everything.
0: Um, he His plan works. He hides in the sheep, gets to his horse, and rides away. And the best shot in the territory, as it's been stated multiple times, misses him. Twice. Yeah. From not even that great of a distance.
1: It's really not. It, yeah. He should have been able to hit him. But, you know, the reason he's such a good, he's such a renowned gunfighter is because he does all his duels the same way. He shoots on two. He tells you, yeah, he shoots on two, and he starts the duels not even like, oh, we're going to take ten paces and spin. He just starts the duels where they're both pointing guns at each other.
0: Take your gun out, point it at me, shoot on three.
1: We shoot on three, and he just shoots on two. He wins all his duels because he cheats, and because he just, all you have to do in the- With the fucking guns that they had and the bullets that they had. You were dead no matter what if you got hit. So, center mask, point, click, done. Easy. He's a terrible gunfighter. Terrible, terrible gunfighter.
0: I don't remember why I wrote this.
1: Okay, let me see if I can figure it out.
0: Why does it always have to be about sex?
1: Uh... Oh, they, well, because... No. No, because that already happened. We already had sex night.
0: We did have sex night, and I just skipped over it you because... Just skipped it, it's fine.
1: I, uh, not important. Why does it always have to be about sex? I don't know. I.
0: Oh! I know why. Okay, so... Albert gets out, he's like out in the wilderness, basically, and he's telling the horse that it did such a good job that it can fuck whoever it wants, like, it'll get him a cat, it'll get, he'll get get him a cow. cow. I was like, why does it always have to be about sex?
1: Because Seth MacFarlane only writes five jokes, and he wrote them all for this movie.
0: Um, and then Albert gets kidnapped by the Native Americans, and I just wrote, I'm about to be so insulted for such a long time.
1: Were you insulted?
0: a little bit not as much as I thought I was going to be uh-huh. um the whole made-up language was a little a little I mean he says me lacunous in it at one point and I'm just like like it that was the only that was the only really like truly like bad thing in there was it was just kind of like
1: it just wasn't I wonder if they were besides the obvious nod there I wonder if they were speaking no apache
0: First of all, there's so many other languages they could be speaking. That's
1: true, but they are listed as being an Apache tribe.
0: Okay. That's my tribe. One of them.
1: Yeah, you could have been there.
0: Apache, Comanche, and Cherokee. I'm all the war tribes.
1: They were going to burn represent. him because he was a white asshole.
0: All the war which tribes. Which is hilarious. Represent. Um, I do nobody shit. Uh, we get this weird drug trip
1: Oh, yeah, they, they try goes, to give him confidence by having him do drugs with the tribe.
0: Well, he go, he he has to go on a spirit quest. That's just a spirit quest. That's what you, I mean, that's historically what you did in a spirit quest, was you went out, did some drugs, and stood around in the woods for a little bit.
1: Well, they did this at the campfire, and they were all going to do it with him, and then he drank the entire bowl of stuff that the whole tribe was supposed to have, and then he was like, am I going to be all right? And they were like, you're probably going to freak out and die. And then he was like, and then he had a dream.
0: Um, in that dream, we get some weird flashbacks to Albert's life. Um, oh, yeah. Gilbert Gottfried is there as Abraham Lincoln. RIP. We miss you.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so sad he's dead.
0: Um, There's Floating Sheep.
1: One is uh, voiced by Patrick Stewart.
0: And the Floating Sheep. I, I did have a little bit of. A funny moment in my head where I was like, is this the drugs that people took in Encanto? Because all of Mirabelle's songs end up being like weird floating drug trips that don't make any sense. Like at one point the donkeys are just dancing with with Louisa. There's no explanation for any of that.
1: It's a Disney movie. Leave it alone. Um, They can do no wrong.
0: They can. Oh, Disney can do many wrongs. Dumbo. Let's
1: not talk about it.
0: The Three Caballeros.
1: Let's super not talk about it.
0: Peter Pan.
1: You keep fucking talking about it.
0: Um. He gets done with the drug trip. And they say, like, they ask him how it went. Did
1: you shoot the condor and kick it in the balls? And he said, yes. How did you know? And And they went, oh, you have the courage. Great.
0: They also said that there's an old proverb in their tribe that doing drugs with a in a group is like a great thing and i was like drugs not all drugs but some drugs are good groups are bad this proverb is shit i i i don't i don't think i've ever wanted to do drugs in a group of people also groups of people on drugs tend to have worse times like maybe like a small gathering of like two or three friends but like five or more yeah, That's when that's when bad things start happening. That's when you start getting into cult vibes, too. Um. And then we get to the next day. And Anna and Clinch are standing in the middle, where we do all the showdowns. He's got a gun to her head. And he, all I said was, how long have they been standing out there waiting for him?
1: So long. Like, I have to imagine, like, they didn't pick a predisposed time... To do this duel. And then he just, like, it's... He says you have till,
0: like, it. noon. You have till noon.
1: What so, if he showed up at seven, you weren't there, and he fucked off?
0: So, like, the point... So, from the point you found, you caught her last night as she was escaping sex night. Um, you just stand out there with her the whole night? You just stood there? Until noon?
1: Because, like,
0: when we get to the point of the showdown, he has six minutes. Yep. Um. I also made a note that I really love uh, Neil Patrick Harris' acting in this scene. Because his background acting is just prime. Because he's just in the window of his shop going... Like, making the best facials he's as this doing whole theater.
1: Thing
0: goes down. And it's just great. Um.
1: Background acting is the best.
0: And... I don't remember what I said or why, but I wrote, a hit Seth McFarfuck. Roll credits, because he says there's a million ways to die in the West.
1: There's... Is it because of the death scream?
0: Maybe. There's no... There's a
1: trivia bit No, because
0: I wrote there's more racism. That's no. the
1: death scream. It's not actual racism,
0: though. Uh, there's, a, there's a note about it. More racism. Does Seth know any actual jokes? No. And then we get to the end of the movie. He wins the shootout because he poisoned... He had the Native Americans help poisoning the bullet with snake venom. So even though it just scratched the dude, the dude dies because the venom got in his bloodstream. He collects the bounty for killing off the biggest outlaw in the territory and buys more sheep. Why? You hate sheep. You talked about the whole fucking movie how you hate the sheep. And How you're bad at the sheep. So, like, why? I want to watch the Flintstones v Rock Vegas again. I only laughed one time.
1: It was a good And the it was last a good scene bit.
0: with the Django Unchained call out was the best scene in the entire fucking movie. Yeah. The end. All done. I did it. <sighs> well, no. You said you were going to say something.
1: Uh, the made-up death chant that Albert Bellows is actually the 1980s song Tarzan Boy by Baltimore, which is kind of funny. Uh, and also, throwback to the mustache song, Stephen Foster published a song in 1864 called If You've Only Got a Mustache. The lyrics were rewritten for this movie. So, we can't blame Seth for that song entirely, because it did exist at one time.
0: I have way more thoughts about that now,
1: though. I, like, (laughs) I have so
0: many more thoughts about that now. Why? Because now it's a thing that actually happened, and that makes it somehow so much more worse.
1: Let me see if I can find the original lyrics.
0: I really would rather you didn't. I'd really rather you didn't. You cannot find it in time, because we have to wrap up this episode, and I'm not going to leave enough dead space for you to track down the lyrics to this song. We... Mm -hmm. Next time, because our our channel fought about it for a while. They used points. They fought to f- pick the movie, uh, and they oh. have chosen. Oh no! <laughs> they have chosen that we watch the movie Grease, which uh, we'll talk about a little bit more as to why that's even on the list
1: oh, next time. No.
0: Because there's a really good reason that Grease is even on this list, and we're watching it. It's
1: because we're horny. <laughs>
0: That's not why.
1: That's a joke.
0: But, anyways, until then, James is going to read the live chat, this re- song.
1: Going to regale chat with the lyrics to all four verses of If You've Only Got a Mustache by Stephen Foster.
0: <laughs> and if that's something you're interested <laughs> in, feel free to tune into us live when we do our normal thing. And.
1: Probably not on Twitch. Bye. Bye.